Vista Talks, interesting discussions with interesting people from all around the world. I'm your host for today, Maria Roa, and I'm delighted to be joined by Timea Kadar. Timea is an open-minded, fast-thinking, experienced marketing professional. She recognizes good ideas and potential in people, in opportunities, and in making a strategy. Timea is currently the CMO at Francis Cooper Consultancy, helping companies of all sizes be successful with the marketing activities. She is also a lecturer in Northumbria University. Timea has also written two books, Your Story, The Art of Business Storytelling, and The USB Is You, Build Your Personal Brand, from which we will talk about later on. She has also won various awards, such as Best Marketing Consultancy in London, Best in Content Marketing, and Best Marketing Mentoring Specialist in London. Timea, you are very welcome to the show. Let's move on, as I have a number of areas I would like to discuss today with you. Thank you, Maria. This was a wonderful introduction. Thank you, and hello, everybody. Thank you for being here. First of all, I would like our audience to know you a bit better. Tell us about yourself. How did you get working into marketing? Did you always knew you wanted to work in this industry? And tell us how did you start it and why did you choose this path? Okay, that's an interesting thing. Obviously, as a little girl, I kind of didn't wake up every day saying that I want to be a marketer, but I, I knew it from a young age. Actually, I've always wanted to be a writer. But when I was a teenager, uh, my dad started his own business. He used to be an engineer and then uh, stopped um, his full-time job to be around us uh, two daughters and started a bespoke furniture business. And he made amazing furniture. You know, I still smell the, the wood, uh, you know, what, what was around us, you know, when he did that. And he just had ad hoc clients, um, some of them didn't want to pay. And, you know, it was that kind of as a teenager, when I could see that my dad is not being paid for the value he gives and struggles with clients, then I already knew that there must be a way of having this. And then when later on I had to select the university, it was uh, marketing BA and MA, I, I did um which is really about like marketing is really about the art of getting the right clients uh, who you love working with and and getting paid for the value you give but it wasn't until my first job really when i really experienced the power of it because marketing is a thing that you can and you should learn about but actually you can practice in you know when you actually do it and when I started to work for Reader's Digest, a global um, direct mail company as a copywriter, which is a bit linked back to my writing uh, dream and ambition. Um, and I could see that we sent a direct mail to, to the database, to the people. And in two weeks, I could see that like 40,000 of them ordered the book that we offered. And that was when I got addicted to it. Like, wow, this is, this is amazing that we could do that. So in a way, you know, I could still be a writer, which is not the same as I imagined as a little girl, a fiction writer. And, and then I learned a lot, lot about marketing, whole marketing strategy and, um, and the funnels and client generation and stuff like that. So in a way, it comes from a, um, um, a time of being a teenager and seeing how, how people who don't have the right marketing uh, don't get paid for the value they gave. And this is something that I wanted to turn around, right? Yeah, this is why I started. 
So it is amazing you actually started because you wanted to help your father. That is yes. really, really nice. And, and, and you ended up uh, mixing your love for writing to, to like helping your father and marketing. I mean, the, the way you did that, that's amazing. Oh, thank you. It is, you, you mix your passions, you mix your father, your family, your love for writing, everything came together. Yes, and probably this is the reason that I've never burnt out because it's really, it keeps me, it might sound ridiculous being so passionate about marketing. It's not a typically a cute thing, but yeah, I really am still today. So ever since I've never done anything else. And, and just now that you mentioned my, my, my dad, uh, the, the marketing consultant, Francis Cooper, that, I'm, uh, that I have, uh, it is named after my dad. So it's, the, it's, it's his name, really. So it kind of lives on this story. <laughs> yeah. That's really nice. Well, and then you, you currently work at Francis Cooper and you ended up mentoring businesses. I mean, you start from that little thing, you know, trying to help your father uh, doing these direct marketing campaigns and you end up at Francis Cooper mentoring businesses <laughs> to implement the marketing strategies. Uh, can you share with us the kind of work that is involved when you have to mentor big organizations? Because you went from like the smallest little things to like the biggest things. Yes, and this is really interesting that in some ways, and we all know that sometimes when we are part of an organization doing the daily job, we just kind of need that. Um, a view of someone who is coming in from the outside, but not just for a consult consultancy, but also to have the company put it into practice. And it's not that the knowledge is missing at large companies and they really have great marketeers inside, but it's sometimes just the just uh, uh, more focus on it, which then I can get with this mentoring. Some of the things which we do is that we focus on certain areas. One of them is typically storytelling, which everybody knows is important and digital storytelling. But OK, uh, obviously, in the daily job, marketing departments and, and the management, they don't have the time to sit down and look at, OK, which stories we have. They are sitting on, on a lot of amazing stories in each company. And to unearth those stories, to structure them, uh, to put them as part of the whole communication strategy, and even beyond that, even product strategy, and, and put it, uh, make it part of the whole um, DNA of how they communicate. So this is something we really have with. And once again, it's not just going in and handing them over um, report or a plan but this is okay these are the things that should be done by next meeting by next month and then in a six months period we can do a lot focusing on one area another example is email marketing strategies which like big corporations really have their email database have some opening rates and conversion rates but just to go in and say that okay what else could we do here how we could uh, optimize and increase the conversion and and set up funnel segmentations there so we have with that and you know this could be like uh, helping them build their personal brand or linkedin this is again something that large corporations have such an amazing power of not only being on linkedin with their with the company but uh, making the spokespeople and the ambassadors within the company uh, being there as a person and as an expert 
um, as a source of uh, information and motivation, inspiration for everything for what the company stands for, and also support each other. So all the the ambassadors or the the profiles can support each other, and that's 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 again something that in the everyday job, even if they know they should do it, but it's hard to find a time to systematically sit down and do it. And then this is when this kind of um, having a plan and meeting every month to see how it has been implemented can, can really help. So, but sometimes we do training also to banks, copywriting or content writing training, even to advanced uh, copywriters or marketers. Um, yeah, so I just, few of the things I can mention. So this is mentoring is really a good way of combining consultancy training and helping things uh, happen and being put into practice. Yeah, you're right. Those are things that we all know we need, but we, we never have time to get our hands into. And we really need to take care of them. Uh, and we don't know how to even start. So we yeah. do need that mentoring. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah it, is, it is really important. I have to say, uh, yeah, I do work with uh, a personal brand of mine for something else. And I, I always say, I'm going to start. I'm going to start. I'm going, I never do. But yeah. we'll, we'll talk about <laughs> that later. I'm going to ask you for help with it. Okay. <laughs> Well, uh, you're a marketing expert. Uh, are there any brands that you think are really getting it right at the moment? Mm -hmm. And what strategic approaches in digital marketing do you see successful brands are deploying mm -hmm. globally? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. A couple of uh, examples are just because obviously there are many I follow. One of, one great one is Grammarly. You know the one which basically um, is about a boring topic. Grammarly is about improving your grammar. Who cares these days? But actually what they do, and this is amazing what they do, they use stories actually where they show you, I don't know if you're familiar with their YouTube ads, amazing ones, when they actually show you the situations where it does matter and kind of make grammar sexy in a way. And so I love their storytelling. I love their freemium model that it's okay to use their free version. And it's really, it, it, it has a lot of functionality, but then the upgrades on it. Uh, so I like, I, I like all the, the communication around it. And uh, so this is Grammarly. I will just list a few and then probably come to a conclusion of what really connects them. Another one, which was very good with segmentation is monday.com. And this I would, again mentioned as a very uh, good strategic approach to, to, to marketing and digital marketing is segmentation. So if you really land on, on monday.com, then right away you are asked, what do you want to use it for? And then all the rest of the communication and the rest of the funnel will lead you through based on what you've already told them you're, you need it for. So this is, really helps you segment right from the start. Uh, which is which is very important, like where we put the money we that we don't want to like you know talk to everybody, just really yeah. the right message at the right time to the right person. And it's really a good example of that. I would also mention the challenger banks, um, like in the UK Monzo or Starlink Tide, they really started a revolution, which is then uh, going beyond just UK and and more globally, which 
is not only the way they do banking, which is not anymore the traditional high street formal style, uh, but their transparency and communication, which has made uh, the communication of finance uh, much more approachable. They are very transparent. Uh, if you look at their billboard ads and, uh, and all the rest is really, really amazing. And, and the product itself, so we should never forget that it's not only the communication, digital, the ad spend, the SEO, which all matter. So really the whole mix uh, matter, matters, uh, but the product itself. So they really yeah. work on the product. They have a, um, even the, the users can have their say in uh, what should be improved. So, so that their focus is really on, on providing an excellent service or, and product and not only to have an excellent communication about it really so yeah so this is just now from I, I don't want to take over hours hours because we could go on but from a strategic point of view in marketing really is very important to understand the customer journey every little bit to map it as much as we can and now with digital tools we can really do a lot of it and optimize each touch point uh, really um, apart from providing an excellent excellent product so I think that this, this could be really mentioned not to or for example you have Canva in Canva you don't really see huge ads of Canva or it doesn't really come up for you as, I don't know, in search, but the product is so amazingly uh, uh, user-friendly and, and useful, even the free version that, you know, the product is amazing there. But I really have to stop because otherwise you <laughs> I'm taking over for a few hours. So no, I hope no, it no, makes no. sense. I just wanted to show you in various industries how how brands get it right but yeah so no don't worry i mean it, it is true that at the end it is not only communication and and the way we show people our our product or service i mean if what we sell is not good at the end it, it doesn't matter how many people we get to buy what we sell if what we sell is not good they will not repeat or they will not continue buying what we sell so i mean obviously yeah, everything is important yes i mean it's all the way it is a process and we need to keep people with us or buying from us so yes at the end everything matters Absolutely. not matter. only the first time we need them yeah. to be repeated by us yeah <laughs> So I didn't say it in your introduction, but you were also a director of London Marketing Club. Can you expand on this club? Tell us what is it about and share some of the events and activities that you do there. Yeah, so basically, I think we founded it four years ago. Yeah, four years ago now. Mm -hmm. The point here was really to bring together all, uh, all professionals, business leaders, uh, at whatever, so it, it doesn't matter if it's the CEO or a marketing manager, director, or an entrepreneur uh, who knows that marketing matters. And uh, it is quite um, an informal um, 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 club. We have uh, meetings and study tours. We've been to Tesla with a test drive and cocktails. Then we went to Apple where we learned about Keynote. Um, we, we go to private clubs. And I'd like to merge two things here, the mm -hmm. love of marketing, spread the love of marketing and uh, uh, introductions, meaningful introductions between members. So we know that in this world, really, there are a lot of scammers also in this world. And mm -hmm. we'd like to avoid that. Uh, we'd like to shorten the time of 
going to the right source and when I, I really know people so it's not just anybody could come uh, everybody has the share similar core values on marketing and on sales and generally on um, on networking and and this is these are the things that we merge there and it's it's pretty informal i just wanted to add something beyond the just working behind a computer kind of thing on on marketing and stepping outside and we always have um kind of like um, a light uh, uh, talk uh, delivered by someone on a certain topic which fits the the event so yeah this is something what the club does in short it is a kind of like networking for the marketing for any marketing people or is it only for cmos or is it for everyone no 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 it's really open so it's it's okay. networking and knowledge share for everybody who knows that marketing matters so it's not only for marketing people and this is why i'd like to because marketing is a management tool so it should be it, no ceo can say at whatever uh, level that hey marketing is not my you know cup of tea obviously mm -hmm. they don't have to sit down and set up a facebook ad or whatever they don't have to do it but actually knowing that it matters is part of the the deal and i'm very convinced about that and i'm very convinced about them being on board with it so it's not like okay i don't even want to know about marketing i just kind of it's not the approach so it's really like um as you're saying there are a lot of marketers, but not exclusively. Uh, and this could be really anybody who knows marketing matters, and it's really um, an informal one. So networking, knowledge share, uh, finding the right suppliers, probably sharing some of the things that you wouldn't find on internet about the results or current trends, how it is done by some companies. You know, we wouldn't publish everything uh, on, on our social media or on the internet. So this is what we do normally. And we do some study tours when we can learn about the marketing of some of the companies. And do you need to join by invitation? It's not usually I um, we promote the events when they are coming. When somebody is uh, um, is coming, I really talk to them. Yes, so okay. it's, it's really a kind of a pre filter because what I like to avoid is obviously hunters and people just mm -hmm. coming to to sell. And when we've never experienced it, but uh, if we uh, if we did, uh, that person is not invited again. But <laughs> but we are friendly people. We yeah. had a boat party last year that was amazing. So really great events as well. That's great. Thank you so much, Timia, for that. So now let's talk about your books. The first one to be published was uh, your story, The Art of Business Storytelling. I can't think of at least uh, 50 people who need this book, starting <laughs> with me. Uh, can't you give us five steps we can follow to write a good story? Okay, that's a good question, and and yes, uh, and yes, this is this is a very good question. Actually, was the practice of it, and that was basically the drive uh, for writing the book. It's it has sixty six actual examples of followed answer these, and you will have a story. Because I found that in the last couple of years, we had a lot of um, talks at marketing conferences on how important it is. But okay, how do I do that? So let's put it like that. If it's if it's five. Number one is having a character, a protagonist, right? Can be mm -hmm. one or two or more. And to give you an example, and I, I want to prove that it can be five sentences, okay? So Helen is a language coach and uh, organized uh, an event for potential clients, okay? So mm -hmm. Helen and the language coach, we introduced the protagonist. 
Second, a problem or a conflict. Without that, there's no story. It's not exciting. One night, Helen woke up during, you know, uh, woke up and was totally scared that nobody will come. The venue will be empty. There will be three people there because she didn't really have a lot of um, uh, people who signed up for the event. Conflict, okay, problem. Now we are scared. We feel how it feels when an event is not really feeling, okay? So the next morning, Helen um, contacted uh, or contacted a network of hers and they recommended Pearl Event Marketing Management Company to her. So she contacted them uh, uh, that day. Okay, so problem, what then action? Um, by the event, it was fully bogged and Helen stood in front of a full house of potential clients who were eager to listen to her, what she was, she had to say. And then this is a resolution, okay? Five okay. sentences. It was not our long story, five sentences and was everything in there. And I'm very sure that now everybody who wants to organize an event would like to talk to Pearl Marketing, uh, event marketing company, which is a fantasy one, okay? So I just made it up. Mm -hmm. uh, just to show that this is, and this is just one way of, obviously there are many stories, but all building on the protagonist, what is the context of it, the conflict, uh, how, what happened and what was the resolution, a happy ending or a sad ending in both ways. So this is, that's easy, isn't it easy? It was nothing extraordinary. You don't have to be really a good storyteller just to put this into order, right? Well, uh, you made it look really easy, yes. <laughs> now I understand why you like writing so much and why you're so good at it. <laughs> I wanted to prove that everybody can do it. Well, yes. well I think you're a good storyteller, but yeah, I think I will need to practice a lot for that. <laughs> but yes, that, that was a great example, actually. So all these can be found at your book, right? Not, not only this, yes, this could be fun, fun, but also there were 66 ideas. This was just one way of telling a story, how, mm -hmm. uh, how somebody had the client, but there were many others, how we talk about the beginnings, how we talk about uh, a failure we had and then stood up from that, how we talk about others, mentors, and this. so there were actual exam there are things that, okay, these are the questions, answer this, and you will have a story, and there's an example mm -hmm. for each, and all are very short, really, you don't need, you, you don't need to tell a story very long, everybody will be bored, so it's not about listening to someone starting from scratch, well, when I was born, you know, so. <laughs> you're right about that, okay, and the second book, which I was amazed when I saw it only published a month later, I don't even know how you did that, <laughs> was The USP Is You, Build Your Personal Brand and Grow Your Reputation. Is it possible that we do the same exercise we did before and you gave us, I don't know, three tips on what to do to build mm -hmm. our reputation? Yes, sure. And obviously I didn't write it in a month between the two, but it was, okay. I've, I've been, I had been writing it for two years back then. And it was like, okay. you, you remember last year that, that lockdown and I had more, and mm -hmm. I always write when I'm uh, kind of depressed or cannot get out. So this was the result of it basically. So, so yeah, USPCU is about, everybody is so crazy about finding a USP and saying that, I do care for my clients and do, 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 saying exactly the same things when it should be USB and unique, right? Mm -hmm. and while everybody is unique. 
so why do we forget about our uniqueness and, 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 and hide it to some very general things? So this is what the book is about. But to make it more practice-based, really about the book is really about how to, first of all, express this uniqueness, uh, how to change our mindset that it's not about talking about ourselves, uh, and then how to do it on our, on our own social media, and then also to get into the press, speaking at events and, and stuff like that. And uh, obviously, just I want to keep it short. So just one message here, really. Um, then because the biggest thing is, oh, I don't want to talk about myself. Good news, you don't have to. Don't talk about yourself. No, nobody's, everybody's interested in themselves. Talk about um, um, your, the core values you share. And those people will click with those core values and you will have amazingly clients and people surrounded by you sharing the same core values. Talk about mission, causes, talk about other people you learn from and you like to be surrounded with because it also expresses who you are when you talk about who you learn from, who you meet. Um, talk about uh, things that people around you would like to hear from, your knowledge, um, the thing that they cannot look up on the internet because they can hear from you. So really it's a bit of becoming a source uh, mm -hmm. not becoming uh, I'm clever and smart and I'm uh, experienced, doesn't matter, become a source of the knowledge, the introductions, the motivation, the inspiration, the events around you, the, uh, the people uh, who others can trust because share the same core value. And once you become this source, you will be the one that everybody is thinking of and they need anything. And mm -hmm. you will have the power of then directing, uh, uh, putting them into the good direction or even just um, uh, servicing them yourself. So it's a, it's a bit about this and now the practical steps uh, because I promise that is really two things. Find um, a niche expert topic or a few that you always talk about. Give you an idea, uh, just to give you an example, I do a lot of marketing strategy, but that's a very hard topic to talk about. So I have personal branding, storytelling, and I always niche it even for, for the audience if I have to speak somewhere. So don't say that, you know what, I can talk about anything marketing, but I have the niche expert topics that I say that I can talk about. And this will click with those event organizers or the press or wherever I go. So niche uh, expertise, Mm -hmm. find other find your story because sometimes the story like remember the one I told you about my dad mm -hmm. so there's one story and there are many others that people can remember and number three start talking about this on your social media and pitch press uh, representatives pitch event organizers with these specific ones and it's a win-win because the the, the editors need it. The editors need that expertise and, and that knowledge. They need the stories and, and they will just very happily connect with you. And it always happens. I don't have the time now to tell you a lot of examples, but just to give you some practice, really the niche expert topic, the story, and then reaching out to those who, with whom it's a win-win, who, who also need this to, to, to give it to their audience.
I hope it makes sense. I'd try it to does. It does. It does 100%. And I will try to remember that uh, because I need it. <laughs> and I will try to put it into practice. Well, we came to an end. But before we go, I would like to ask you, is there anything else you would like to share with our audience today? Oh, yeah. Thank you so much uh, for all the interviewing. Great questions. Uh, just a bit about very shortly about uh, what is happening, our plans. Mm -hmm. So with the club, our next event is going to be in a in luxury showroom, uh, Poltrona Frau. So we'll have a great event for the next one. And then we really, our plan really is to keep it, uh, um, keep these events, the marketing club events at really exciting places. So I'm now in touch with a couple of venues. Uh, that's one thing we're going to do. And I'm also working on another group, which will be epic copywriting. So this will be a framework of writing high converting uh, landing pages and high converting whatever you write. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, these, these are the, the, the plans. Apart from, obviously, I also do my lecturing at university, which I really, really love. Uh, and um, so that's also in the future, but that's probably not for uh, not interesting for your listeners and viewers but yeah so this is it but this is a, this is everything I wanted to share thank you so much well thank you so much that's a great way of closing well that's the end of today's show with Timea Kadar Timea thank you so much for being our guest today we really appreciate it please thank you, Maria please make sure to tune in again to see and or listen to the next business talk show where we will be discussing more interesting topics with interesting people from all around the world